Welcome to the Best in Beauty podcast, where you can get inspiration and strategies to help your spa and skincare business reach new heights. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. Let's get this beauty started. Hi, and thanks for joining the Best in Beauty podcast. Today, I'm so excited to be speaking with human behavior expert and premier sales and leadership speaker, Dan Lear. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Claudia. I'm so honored and I'm very excited to be here. I am too. You know, with you writing four books, um, with your latest book being titled, Is Your Child Wired for Success? I know your focus is really helping others with mindset and you've had an illustrious career, um, not only, I mean, I'm going to let you tell the story, but um, <laughs> for people who don't know, I mean, you were kind of Tony Robbins' right-hand person, you know, running his entire sales force, which, I mean, amazing, right? Um, why don't you expand upon that and tell us a little about, about yourself? Oh, thank you. Yeah, so um, in my early career, I worked with Tony Robbins. I worked with him for six years, and uh, I was essentially his right-hand man for his seminar division. So um, started out as just what we called a field sales rep. And then after about a year and a half, I had become the top performer and one thing led to another. And then they promoted me to the quote leader, if you will. And so I was, uh, in charge of the sales team that went across the country and we would sell tickets to the seminars. So that was before the internet. So hypothetically, like, for example, we would go into New York city, uh, with 10, 10 different reps and we would run meetings all day. Uh, in different companies, anybody was on commission sales, and we would go in there and do free motivational or success type of workshops. And at the end, we would basically just outline the program, the seminar and sell it. So we would have to collect money right on the spot and walk out. And so I did that for six years, it was an incredible experience. And uh, that was a, you know, probably a turning point in my life, because just learned so much about psychology, how people work, how to make changes, uh, just what it takes to be successful in life and how you can help other people do that as well. Uh, then I left him and started my own business in the speaking and training industry. And um, I moved to Las Vegas shortly after that. And uh, because there's a lot of keynote talks here in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I became the most requested speaker here in Las Vegas. Uh, and so um been doing that for quite some time. And, and then I got uh, actually, you know, I do a lot of consulting. So I got hired by, um, the uh, two spas on the strip years ago, uh, a guy named Dennis Montalano, he was the spa director of most spas. And he was not a spa guy, he was a business guy. And uh, he was, uh, those particular spas were owned by Steiner Leisure and mm -hmm. they make their own products. And of course they wanna sell their products. So he brought me in there, not really understanding the spa industry as far as, far as the culture, maybe like he, you know, he would as, as if he came from the industry. And he couldn't understand why he couldn't get through to the massage therapists. And so anyway, we all know that the massage therapists are healers and healers don't like to sell, you know, they're artists. And so um, anyway, we were able to get it done and I was able to reframe what selling meant. And we got them excited about extending the service, you know, meaning when they're in there doing the treatment on this customer, you know, they are treating and healing this customer. And so what I shared with them is just, you know, they're in there with that special time with you. It's just, it's healing. It's almost spiritual. And they remember that. They remember the smell. They remember the feeling, the experience. Mm -hmm. And if they can take that home with them uh, and experience that same feeling uh, with the smell and whatnot and share it with their family, they can extend their healing process. And so we just got the massage therapist to understand that they could take that healing back with them 
-hmm. And all they had to do is just let them know that, you know, Mr. Jones or Mrs. Jones, I'm using this product on you right here. And at the very end, they would say, did you enjoy the, you know, we taught them the word tracks, you know, did you enjoy the massage? And if you're interested in uh, picking up this to take home to your wife or to your husband or to prolong your experience, you can pick it up in the shop on the way out and their sales went through the roof. So yeah, it's something know, it, so simple like that is just so simple. Kind of like you said, it's just shifting your mindset around what retailing and what sales really means. And I think, yep. you know, you and I had talked about, you know, estheticians, massage therapists, you know, they just really are getting into this industry to help people and their givers. Yeah. And it is a very, um, you know, sacred space when you're working with your guests. And it's like very hard for them to then shift their mindset to, okay, now I, I have to quote unquote, sell them something, but it really isn't <laughs> right. about that. It's just about no. transitioning into that education and, and really just suggesting some things that might be helpful for their home care, or as you so wonderfully said, to extend that experience for home care, correct? That's correct. Mm -hmm. That's correct. So I think it was just the, again, it's, it's all about, you know, reframing what it means, taking the word sales out of it. Uh, using the word recommendation, but also just letting them understand that probably 50% of those people wish they would have been asked or wish they would have been told on what that product was so they could buy it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, it's like you are doing your customer a disservice if you don't let them know what you're using so they can extend the experience. And so once they understood that, that, oh my God, I mean, my client might want this for home so he can feel this way at home too they just totally turned around. Yeah. And I and think, so, you know, what you coach on a lot is mindset. And that's really what absolutely. you speak to quite a bit. Yep. In, in, in theory of with a mindset and retail and sales, what are some things that we can do to begin to shift maybe the way that we look at quote unquote sales? Yeah. Well, you know, sales starts, it's, it's, I believe 90% of your success in your life really gets down to your mindset or your psychology. And it's the same thing in sales, right? So, you know, sales is, um, again, it's, it's the verbiage sometimes in the spa industry that is not uh, looked upon in a, in a positive way. So, you know, you can change the words a recommendation, suggestion, any type of, of way you want to do it. Uh, but it's understanding of what, why we're doing it. And so we're not, you know, we all know that we're trying to make profit. We're, we're trying to run a successful business. And there's also the other side of the coin where the customer is also enjoying the product and enjoying the service and they would like to extend the service. So it's really just reframing the situation about what it is, you know, rather than, hey, we want to sell products. No, we want to extend the service. Mm -hmm. We want to extend the pleasure. We want to make sure they have the follow-up product. So this lasts longer or that lasts longer. So it's just the education part mm -hmm. um, in regards to, you know, your estheticians or your massage therapists, educate them on how the product could be helpful to the client and why they would want to take it home. Um, and it's not about selling. It's not about closing. It's just about doing a great job, building the rapport, making them feel good, teaching them about the product, how good it is for you. And letting them make a choice if they'd like to take it home and when they go. And so it's just, uh, again, it's, it's mindset. It's how you look at what you're doing uh, and getting away from, you know, the sales, that, mm -hmm. the, the word sales, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I've seen spas, a lot of spas do it differently. 
Um, but it really gets down to, uh, when you peel it all back, Claudia, it gets down to your belief system as a human being, what you believe you're doing, right? Because your beliefs drive your behavior. You can't, as a human being, you can't get yourself to do something you don't believe is possible or something that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. So until the belief gets changed, the results aren't going to change. And so that's why you ha literally have to reframe what their belief is. Because many people have disempowering beliefs that are holding them back their entire life. You know, so it's about really recognizing, you know, why, why are they struggling? Because different spas do it different ways. Some people have, you know, depending on who runs or who's, who's managing the spa, they could have quotas that they have. You know, it's about... Mm -hmm about uh, understanding about how to do it, why we're doing it, uh, and getting some coaching because it, it is a sensitive thing. And if they're not being coached up from the psychological side, they're going to struggle and they're going to leave because it's uncomfortable for those healers to sell products. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about the mindset, about what they believe they're doing. So as a spa director or a manager uh, over the massage therapist or, or whomever, educating them on the product, how good it is for them, you know, what the value proposition is and about understanding that these clients and these people, they, they want to take this home. Many of them would love to take it home if they were just asked. So it's just about making your product available to your customer. Um, and what did you, with, go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, what were the, um, were, were these like the fundamental things that you did to really help turn retail around for um the lms and mandara spa group like within 90 days was it were you just implementing kind of like what you were saying or was there how did that training program like lay out like what was yeah yeah good question that's fault mm -hmm. yep good question well we started out because it was more of an experiment right because uh the spa director this you know dennis he didn't have really good rapport at the time with his spa people because he was more of a businessman and they said, hey, he doesn't get it. So I understood what was going on there um, just and just because he was telling me. So I said, I, yeah, I don't think we should try to go teach him how to sell. We need to build rapport first. So we did a, we had an entire spa meeting. This whole spa came out. Uh, I think we might've split them in half, like one half and then one half because he mm -hmm. couldn't take everybody off the floor or whatever. I think it was a two day thing. Um, and it was only like, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, but we really thought about, I I thought, personal skills, uh, success skills, personal success skills that can help them in life and in business. Things like, you know, I taught them about their belief system, about how their belief drives their behavior. And many people have disempowering beliefs that hold them back from success in their life. And I was relating it to them as human beings, whether, you know, you could be a, a single woman saying, oh, geez, there's no good men out there, right? And if that's your belief, guess what? There aren't, you'll never find one. And so just teaching them about how powerful your belief systems are, because your belief drives your behavior mm -hmm. and uh, making that understand uh, about how that can affect uh, what they're doing. And because uh, we had, I remember we had some single moms in there too. And I remember talking about that belief that, because I was asking them, what's your limiting belief? And one of them said, well, I can't be a single mom and be a successful uh, business person. Mm. And I was like, well, how long have you had that belief? Yeah. And she was like, well, I don't know. It's just something that I've heard. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, there's plenty of, you know, so that was just one of the things. Was, so I was literally going around the room uh, and overcoming disempowering beliefs for the whole spa. And so when the spa then really trusted me and they realized I was there to help them, 
that I was about personal development and making changes, then they were open to me coaching them about their massage because they knew they had quotas, but they didn't want to talk about it because they hated it. Right. So I came, I came in there and I was like, I'm the savior. I'm the good guy. I was like, Hey, let me, let me teach you what's going on here. Let me share with you how to do this in a way that makes sense to you and it can help your client. And they were just like, Oh yeah. So it was done. It was done in a live format, you know, in a workshop type format. Uh, we went through word tracks. I had a script for them and we practiced it, but it was real casual and real simple. I wanted it to be a, you know, in their way. Because they everybody handles their, you know, their massage differently. Well, I, so, I like what you said about scripts. So you you brought that up, and I think a lot of people feel like, well, I don't want to read a script, but I think script is so important when you're just learning a new behavior or learning a way to say something that you can eventually, you know, tweak it and make it your own so it sounds really natural. Yep. But don't yep. you feel that scripts are so important when you're really kind of trying to implement this new way of thinking for your sales team? Well, you know, Claudia, scripts are, they're mandatory. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're looking to make changes or grow your sales, I mean, yeah, you've got to have a, a script. And so that's one of the objections that I've heard in my, in all my sales career. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that doesn't, that's not sound. That doesn't sound like me. I would never say something like that. And so, you know, the, the example that I use is like, look, when you play, when you tell a joke enough times, it becomes your own joke, mm-hmm. right? When you play a piano, you play it enough times, it becomes your own song because you have the, uh, the certain pauses in there and the certain flares in some way. When you tell a joke enough times, it becomes your joke and you, you create a different vibe. So once you learn the script and it becomes the script that you learn, then once it's inside of you and you know the words, then you can actually come out and make it your own. But when you don't learn the script the right way and you're winging it every time, then you're an amateur and amateurs never make it to the top. So that's what I talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, you're either a professional or you're an amateur and it doesn't just go with, you know, what you do for a living. Like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a professional massage therapist. Well, there's more to it than the massage. It's how you're communicating with your customers, how you're making them feel. And so um, they bought into that, taught them the script. They learned the script. Then after they did the script, of course, they made it their own. They made it their own words. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it would just worked out fantastic. And so then I, I think I told you before we actually started the podcast that I created a virtual platform. Um, and I did that uh, so people can scale and, and use it uh, virtually. So wow. uh, it's been a great thing for me. Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to be able to, you know, we'll definitely mark that in the show notes and people can go and connect with you and find out. And that's a really great time for us just to take a quick little break um, so we can hear from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Edgeless Beauty Pro, the distributor of the best in beauty, featuring Ultraceuticals, one of Australia's leading cosmeceutical skincare brands, now available in the U.S. to licensed professionals, real skincare, real results. Do you need a way to set your spa apart? Edgeless Beauty Pro offers Observe 320 and 520X, the latest visual engagement sales tool to empower licensed estheticians to give the ultimate skin consultations and increase retail and service sales by 40%. Take your treatments to new heights. Edgeless Beauty Pro also offers Altair's Diamond Tome DT2 Skin Resurfacing System for skin rejuvenation and that superior glow. Okay, we're back. Dan, so 
kind of circling back from what I've heard is it's really about really building that true rapport with your team and really kind of diving in and individually finding out what their limiting beliefs may be, helping them to shift that. And really it's about then giving them a script, even though it might feel unnatural in the beginning, it's something that they could learn to make their own. What are some other things that you found um, in this quote unquote experiment that you did (laughs) that really has translated to really making that a true success? I mean, all the components you shared already, I think are so important, but was there anything else that you now that you stand back and look at it, think that is a a non-negotiable, you must do this? Well, you know, again, it, to, I guess to answer your question, it's like anything else, right? It, 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 there's also a component to it that has to do with, you know, the whether it's a massage therapist or whoever. Uh, the person has to be an open-minded person, mm-hmm. uh, a coachable person, right? So there's plenty of people out there. And it's not just in the spa industry, because I work outside of the spa industry as well, um, that they're closed-minded, they're not coachable, they don't want to change. And so if they're not open to coaching, they're not opening, open to getting better, guess what? They're just not going to do it. And so th- that needs to be recognized, you know, early on, because mm-hmm. you could have someone that's just like, no, I'm not doing that. And that's, that's fine, but you, you're not going to work here. Right. And so, you know, you just, <laughs> right. that's just the way it goes, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a place for everybody. And if you are looking to, to make your staff a professional staff, so they all feel good and feel confident about what they do, then that's what you need to do is have standards. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, what I'm sharing with people is, is you're just, you're, you're giving them tools to help them be better at what they do. End of story, right? Mm-hmm. So if they can be a professional and learn from somebody who knows how to do it and implement it into their own, into the, their own person, if you will, and put it into their tool belt, then they can raise the bar and be better at what they do. But if they're not interested in learning and not coachable, well, that just shows you who they are and what's possible for them. And so, you know, uh, that, I guess that's the that's the intangible part is the person, right? right. Um, that, that's again, there's people that are open minded and coachable, and people who are like, "No, nah, I'm not interested in that. I, I came here to heal people, or I, I don't want to do any of that stuff." Well, I think that kind of goes to what you said. It really separates the professionals from the amateurs. And I really, it does. that's like a huge takeaway. I really love that. It's just such a really powerful statement to, to think that as a, as a technician, you know, as a spa tech, you know, really, you want to be a professional. And what does that mean? It means more than just delivering the service. It means, you know, feeling confident enough to make a recommendation, to encourage your guest to take home some product to continue the benefit of the service that they received. Right. And I think that my belief too, is there's different tiers of places that you could, you know, just talking about massage, obviously like no disrespect about massage envy, um, but it's more like a place that is a, I don't know, a a broad general place, a public place where people get massages and you're going to get a different level of service than if you go to a spa on the strip. Mm -hmm. Right. So maybe at massage therapy, you know, you're not, those people aren't, I've never, I've, I've gotten plenty of massages there. No one has ever, ever talked to me about products at massage therapy or at massage envy, except yeah. when I'm checking out. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when you go to a, a higher level place, um, I'm expecting a higher level of person who's going to 
tell me what they're going to do and tell me the product they're going to use and, you know, prep me or whatever. And, and I expect that. And so I just feel like, again, there's a different level of people that you want to attract if you're at a, at a luxury spa, mm -hmm. uh, people who are good communicators and people who want to be good team members and, and, you know, want to learn. I just feel like you've got to have open-minded people who are wanting to learn um, because it's culture too, right? You want to create a, a learning, open-minded, coachable culture. Yeah. And is there, you know, what, what is your mantra for a for having a good mindset when you get up in the day? You know, I'm always <laughs> curious, you know, people like yourself who coach and teach and it's, you know, you're always giving, right? You're always helping others. Yep. What do you do for yourself that gets you started on the right track every day? Oh, this sounds really corny, Claudia, but I've got a, a hack on that one. I, I, I get to take a shortcut because I'm always, a, I've been an upbeat guy forever, always positive. But um, in 2017, I got diagnosed with an incurable blood disease that kills 50% of the people that get it in 12 months. So I went through two years of chemotherapy and uh, I'm still on a maintenance drug right now. It's non-toxic, but I'm still under treatment. Uh, most people would never know it because I don't talk about it. Um, but so for me, <laughs> every day, I mean, I'm on bonus time right now. Mm. So you'll always see me with a smile on my face because I've had that. I know what it feels like to actually not want to maybe go another day. Yeah. So when, when, uh, when you've done where I've, where you've been, when I've been, uh, there's just, you know, there's just no excuse. I mean, I, I, I couldn't be here. I mean, I might not be here right now, so I'm always happy, but even before that, I always just, it, I always just always have been a positive person. So I always believed in opportunity. I believe that um, good things happen uh, to the people when you put in the work. I mean, I believe that if you put the work in, you get the results. And if you're not afraid to work, you get the results. So I just, I've always been an upbeat, optimistic person because I, again, it gets down to your belief system. Mm -hmm. I believe, I believe that there's opportunity every day. I believe um, that life is to be lived to, to create experiences and be happy you know i believe that um that life is supposed to be lived with a smile on your face and so those are my beliefs and so beliefs drive your behavior now, were, you, were, now you, were you brought up that way or no where i wasn't did, where, really where did wasn't. you learn this like how does one even like start searching for that if, if that's something that they feel like they really want to make a change where where would you suggest somebody start that's a good question. I, I mean, I think everybody's different. You know, I, I was, I don't know, I was, my confidence as a young person came from my, my sports, you know, I was a, I was a good basketball player. And so I think that elevated my confidence in who I was, you mm -hmm. know, which not everybody gets to experience that. I realized that. Um, but that wasn't just it because I grew up in a very, very small town and I didn't have a lot of worldly experiences and I didn't know a lot of things. And so when I went to college, that was a whole new experience, but I feel like, um, I don't know, you know, just being around the sports where, you know, and, and playing division one sports, if you don't come to play every day, you're not, you're going to get your butt kicked. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. And so, you know, there's no excuses, uh, you know, you're coming to practice playing full out or you're not going to play. So there's just no excuses. But then when my first job that I got hired in, uh, for the first job at a college, the trainer there was for an insurance company. I was going to sell insurance. I know nothing about it, nor was I really interested in it, but that was the first job that I was going to take. Um, they had this, we called lunch and learn. And our trainer at lunch, he would play audio tapes for us. 
motivational speaker audio tapes, people like Brian Tracy, Dennis Whaley, Og Mendino, Tony Robbins. And that's the first time I really had been exposed to those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, wow, that's cool. I never heard about that before. And so then I bought a book and I started reading books and I figured out whenever I read a book, my income went up. And so then I just kept reading more books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a smart way to look at it too. Yeah. Like, well, this is and then I started, going. started listening to audio tapes about, so of course, then I went to work for Tony Robbins and then it was game over because I'm in that culture every day where it's upbeat, positive, no excuses, that let's take over the world. Let's spread love and uh, let's make it happen. So, well, you know, I spent well, six years in that environment where I was the leader. And so, um, you know, you just come for me, I'm conditioned that way. So it's just who I am. I don't even think about it. You know, I don't, um, it's just who I am. Yeah. So you kind of I, developed a script, it sounds like, and it's now it's stuck. It's stuck with you. Yeah. 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 And I can say like, honestly, like my sister right now is going through some tough times, going through a divorce. And, you know, she says, I said, Heidi, you know, listen to this, go listen to this audio, listen to it. You should be listening to this every day, multiple times a day. And she's like, how do you stay so positive? I said, I don't stay positive. I am positive. That's mm -hmm. how I am. And it doesn't happen by accident. I've listened to hundreds and thousands of hours of of audios, you know, so, you know, that's what I would do. I would listen to audio instead of listening to music in the car. I'd be listening to Tony Robbins or Brian Tracy or, you know, whoever I want to listen to now is with now with YouTube, it's so easy to it listen is. to positive things anytime you want. So there's no excuses nowadays. So I feel like uh, one of the things I learned from a guy named Brian Tracy and many of your listeners might not know who he is, but he was kind of a, a motivational business guy before Tony Robbins came on board. And uh, I was meeting with him for dinner one time and he talked about a uh, simple phrase. He called it garbage in, garbage out. He goes, most people, it's like to think about what you listen to every day. He goes, if you put garbage in, you put garbage out. And I took that to heart. And so I started, because I love music and I love listening to music. So mm -hmm. I just made a deal with myself and said, you know, every day when I'm in the car, I have to listen to at least, at least 10 minutes of positivity before I start listening to music. Mm -hmm. And so 10 minutes a day is obviously close to an hour a week. And if I was only doing that, I'm getting, well, whatever that is, 52 hours uh, of, of motivation a year where other people aren't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, again, it's conditioning. It's just putting your, your you've got to uh, make the, you've got to put in the work to get the results. And so, you know, whether it's reading books or listening to audios and and that was my thing just always listening to audios because I was and I was just in that culture too so yeah. but I still do it today I mean that's what I do yeah it's like we well, never stop needing that and never stop you know wanting to be inspired and um and I think that's just a big part of what we do in the spa world as well is you know we're inspired to help people but you have to continuously re-inspire yourself you almost have to kind of like keep falling in love with what you're doing. That's right. Because it can really become then just a job and that's no fun. Yep. So yep. I think everything that you've offered today can really get somebody on the right track. And I know we'll leave in our show notes where people can connect with you to learn more. Um, obviously they can visit your website, learn about all the wonderful books that you've written and more about mm -hmm. um, how you can help them with mindset. So Dan, thank you so much for sharing some insight into how you were able to help certain spas really motivate their team to shift their beliefs, shift their thinking 
and ultimately have ultimate success, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Well, thank thank you, you. Claudia. It's been a pleasure. And thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you, Dan. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to continue the conversation, be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and on LinkedIn. If you would like more information on Edgeless Beauty Pro and our brands, please connect with us at edgelessbeautypro.com and get our education and event calendar. Sign up to get connected with one of our account executives to see if our brands are a right fit for your business.